Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Monday Night Call. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, and I've been with the company since 2001. And I cannot believe it's going to be 2016. I just remember driving to work, and I was in my mid, mid to late 20s when I was introduced to Young Living, but I've always been an entrepreneur. My mom and dad encouraged me to do my own thing. I had Let's see. I started my my company that holds my distributorship was actually incorporated in 1994, and originally it was to import horse equipment from England. I custom designed bridles for the horse type of horse that I have, and that's what the Peacock Enterprises originally was for. But I'd had a couple of different businesses, and I was doing antique shows and trade shows like that with my mom and my grandmother as a teenager. And so I had this entrepreneurial spirit. I just remember working corporate because I, I left corporate in 2000. Was it 2002 is when I left? I just thought, you know, I can't do this. I just can't do this till I get to 65. There's just absolutely no way. And I just remember looking up to the sky, driving to work one day, looking up through that blue strip that was at the top of my window that kind of acts like a sun visor and thinking, you know, whoever's up there listening in the sky, please send me something to do that I'm going to love to do my whole life and that won't feel like work and I will have, be able to help people and that I will not loathe every day like I do right now when I'm driving to my corporate job. And to this day, I still get just as excited talking about Young Living and getting people started and seeing people's eyes get lit up and and get going to their first rank, getting their first check, or whether they, they'll just call you and tell you, oh, my gosh, I just I didn't fall asleep at my desk today. I feel so great. Or it could be, you know, I just reached my first rank of a star. You know, that's, it's just really exciting and so rewarding to be part of this company where we can help people in, in many aspects of their life. And so I'm really glad that you're here and that you're listening and learning and taking time out of your day to educate yourself and to make yourself uh, have more skill. And that's one thing in this business that sometimes people, I don't want to say that, how do I say this appropriately? It's very often conveyed in the network marketing industry that, hey, join this business. You can make a gazillion dollars. Anybody can do it. Well, if you want to make a professional income in this business, you have to become a professional of this business. And yes, you can, you know, start making money for sure, but the more that you, you know, without having the professional skills. However, in in order for you to really get to that level where you're earning six figures and more, it's just like any other trade. You've got to learn your skills, how to talk to people, how to be a leader, how to follow up and how to not be the creepy person that nobody will talk to at the barbecue. So there's so many things that go into into being, you know, going through the ranks and getting to the next level. So definitely invest into your training and being here and listening is absolutely one of those perfect things that you could be doing with your Monday night instead of watching The Voice, which is recorded right now on my own DVR. <laughs> so, and, and also with that, for those of you that want to listen to the recordings of these calls and share with your teams, you can find them at OurSimpleTraining.com. We have the last three to four or five weeks, depending on you know who is on, and you can find all of the archived calls. There's over a hundred and some odd calls from the last couple years at diamondfactorytraining.com. Diamondfactorytraining.com has all of the archives. Everybody, you know, corporate people, people that have been on that are distributors, you know, industry professionals, whoever we've had on, they're all there. 
and there's a free level of membership, and then there's for the advanced training, there's a, a one-time fee, which we just changed recently because we had some technical issues. And so instead of paying monthly, it's actually going to be a one-time fee so that we make things easier for everybody. <laughs> so let's go into the specials really quick before we get into our, uh, our guest tonight with Adam Green, and uh, we'll talk quickly about these awesome, awesome specials. For the 190 PV, which I love what Young Living did this month, we get a 5 mil of clove. However, if you're on Essential Rewards, you will get the 15 mil of thieves. Now, if that's not like the coolest reward ever, I am telling you, a 15, bottle, 15 mil bottle of thieves is rock and roll. So if you get to 250 PV, you get the same things. If you're on Essential Rewards, you get, the, of course, the, um, the thieves, but you also get 20 bonus reward points for your Essential Rewards. And then if you're on the... Uh, you get to the 300 PV, you get the 5 mil of clove, the 15 mil of thieves if you're on essential rewards, plus the 20 bonus points and drum roll, you get a home diffuser. <laughs> like, how amazing is that? Whether you're going to use it for yourself, the holidays are coming, or you want to use it as, you know, a team incentive, you know, you got a little contest going, you know, some friendly rubbing of elbows, you can do so much with that diffuser. So definitely get to the 300 PV this month. It'd be crazy not to, and make sure your teams know about this as well. So tonight is the Monday night call, and I've already told you where you can find the recordings on OurSimpleTraining.com and the old archives. And I, well, they don't—they're not that old, but the DiamondFactoryTraining.com. We will keep this to—we really typically typically go about an hour, and we will adjourn when we get to the top of uh, eight o'clock central, depending on where you're at. So I thank you all for being here, and let's get rolling. Adam Green is our guest tonight, and he started on Young Living Products when he was 10 years old. His mom has been a Young Living distributor for a long time, and you know I remember seeing Adam at the different events and as a young man watching him grow up as well. And a couple years ago, he decided, he, he gave himself a really big challenge at convention in 2012, and he said to himself, you know, I'm silver right now. And I don't want to come back unless I reach my next goal of gold. Well, he set his plan, the 7 to 10-year plan, that he wanted to be Royal Crown by age 30. And he beat that by five years. He had his vision. He wrote it down. He was committed. And he just blew it up. He's Young Living's youngest Royal Crown diamond. And besides that, he also is... You know, he, he blew up some major, you know, paradigms, you know, that we had had. You know, it takes a long time to grow your business and all these other things. And you've got to be like this super healer, you know, tree hugger kind of person that's 65 years old and, and female. I mean, no offense to anybody, but that's kind of the, what the paradigm was. And he really shook it up. And I, it's, it's exciting because there's a lot of new blood coming in the company because of that. And Adam is also the author of a new book, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit later a 25 to life book and you can find that at 25 the number 25 to lifebook.com we're going to go into that in a little bit but he's also an author on top of all that with his achievements so welcome adam to the call thank you so much for coming thanks for having me jen and uh, do you want to share a little bit more about that story with uh, bob proctor because that was a huge turning point in your life where you just you just got real you got real with yourself you're like, hey, man, you know, you kind of like set your goals. You want to share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. It was a, a huge shift in, in my career and my future because it was the day that I made a decision. And that was a decision to treat this business like a business, to become a professional. 
And you'll normally hear every single main keynote speaker at, a, at an industry event or a Young Living event, they all talk about making a commitment and a decision. And it took me that day uh, to make that decision. Before that, um, I quit my job in November 2011, so it was just about nine months prior. So I was what you would call full-time in the business, and it, my only income was through Young Living, but I still had never really made that mental commitment. I, I had made a, a commitment by not having a job anymore, uh, but I had a stagnant silver business that really wasn't growing. And after that day, I, I, you know, I was 20, 23 years old, so I was still uh, quite young overall. And one of the biggest things that I had to decide to do was to grow myself personally so I would actually have the capability to lead an organization. Um, being young and in business, I think you almost have to take that level uh, even more seriously, personal development, so that you can uh, seem more credible to older people. You can lead an organization and have people actually put their trust in you as their leader. So it was, it was a big decision. I'm glad that I, I made it, both quitting my job and the Bob Proctor event. Again, I don't know exactly what he said that kind of made, made a switch for me, but I do know I left that event a different person mentally. I had a renewed commitment to my business and I wasn't going to take no. And I believe my main goal was that I wasn't going to come back to convention as a silver ever again. And uh, 11 months later, convention came back around and not only did I uh, advance the gold, but also platinum and diamond which was a, you know, a nice surprise to come back to, but it was a, it was a, lot, of, a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, effort. I changed a lot of things mentally and in my business, and uh, I'm just excited to be here on the call with you and share more people. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, what do you think was the – I mean, obviously that was a pivotal point, but when you came home, okay, because we're at convention, right? Everything is like, woohoo! you know, you're on fire and you're all like with your friends and then Young Living and, you know, like everything is cool and amazing. And then we get home and then we ride on that for a couple weeks. But what kept you going? Like what were the first things that you changed, whether it was mentally or even in processes in your business that you think just kept you locked in and then you just busted rank, busted rank and busted rank? Well, I think one of the things that I did, and it's something I think everyone should do after every major event they attend, is uh, they have a written goal and they keep it around them uh, often. So it's, it's really easy to be in the moment in, on, a, on a, almost like an event high when you're in these live events. I just came back from one in Las Vegas this past weekend at the GoPro Recruiting Mastery. And it's really easy to be in that mindset when you are there, but when you get home, things change. Well, I didn't want to change. I wanted to stay in that zone and that mindset. So I wrote down, um, when I was leaving the event, I kind of wrote down my goals, uh, where I wanted to see myself in my business. I actually wrote down specific dates for every single rank, gold, platinum, diamond, crown diamond, which is the highest rank at that point. And I, I took those dates and I took the neck lanyards from everyone at convention. So I had a gold one, platinum, diamond, and crown diamond and I stuck the dates that I wanted to achieve it in all the lanyards. And like you said, that took me all the way up until, I believe, 20, 2018 or so. Wherever I would have turned 30 is when I had my goals going up to Crown Diamond. And I put those right in my office, so I saw them on a daily basis. So I was going to be committed to that process. And it, it changed myself mentally. It allowed me to focus more. Uh, I committed to more personal development. So I could, again, grow myself individually and work with my team better. 
And then I also uh, made sure that I was coachable. It's one thing to be uh, Brian Carruthers. He's a, an author in our profession. He says there's three main things that you have to have to be successful, and that is you have to be coachable, have a burning desire to succeed, and willing to work. And up until that point, I don't know if I had like the true, true burning desire to succeed, not like I did after it. So it really ignited that in me. I don't, I don't know how coachable I probably actually would have been, but after that event, I recognized the value of being coached, of having mentors. Uh, and you know, often when you hear people talk about mentors, you think that you know, all of a sudden you just got someone who's really powerful and they tell you everything else to do. Most of my mentoring and coaching has come from people through books or audio trainings. It's not like I've just had some magic person sit down with me and, and make everything easy. Um, so that, that coachable aspect really helps. And then uh, the final missing link is being willing to put in the work. Uh, my personal activity after that convention increased. I, I began presenting more. I began doing more events. I just got more active. And I think when you get more active in your business, you get better at the things you're not good at. You overcome a lot of your fears and things will start to go better. So one of the things that we've, I've always heard and kind of put in practice is the five M's of your business, more meetings mean more money and more momentum. And so I just, whenever things aren't, if I ever feel like things aren't going the way I want, I, I just look at the activity level of anybody's business and that's normally where the issue is. You know, I'm actually making a note right now because it is so incredibly true, and I was going to ask you that question. When you see somebody who is, quote, stuck, or and we all get this no matter what rank we're at, when you feel your business stall a little bit, you know, and you're just like, oh, what's going on? You know, let's let's dial in and figure out what's happening. That's exactly, you, you answered the question I was going to ask, is looking at what's happening and is there enough activity, either A, you know, there's either not enough activity or people just need to increase their skill. Um, is that what you look at at first when you start to feel that stall is the activity? Yeah, I, I, like the first question I ask anybody is, well, let's just take a look at your calendar. And not your calendar in the, in necessarily in the future, but let's look at your past month's calendar because that's a very telling sign of somebody's business because you should be able to see, uh, again, I encourage you to have a calendar that you're keeping track of what you're doing and what you're going to do. But if you look at somebody's past 30 days or 60 days or 90 days in their calendar and you take a look at how many, you know, how many meetings did you have? How many did you host yourself? How many uh, were you maybe supporting team members? How many conference calls were you attending or hosting, et cetera, et cetera. And we look at the activity and, you know, when we say activity, browsing Facebook or doing a post or managing a Facebook group or anything like that that's social media related, I don't consider that a lot of activity. I know there's a lot of people who build their business you know, through social media. But again, I think even if you talk to those people who build through social media, it's probably not the way that 99.9% .9 of us would use or view social media. And I think we often get caught feeling like we're being busy, but we're not actually being productive and act active in our business. You know, it's so funny. You said the B word. Um, I, I was doing an interview today for another summit, and I, I was talking to this woman, and she asked me, like, what are some of the biggest um, things that keep people from moving forward in their life? And I said, it's a four-letter word, and it begins with a B. And, and she's like quiet, and she's thinking the other four-letter, the B word is not four. And I said, it's the it's busy. Busy is a four-letter word, you know, that busy thing. And uh, it's very true. People are 
busy, quote unquote, but they don't, they're not doing anything productive, you know? Oh, gosh. So pretend that you just sponsor me. And what would be the first steps that you would take me through to get me, I said, okay, Adam, you know, I'm so excited about this Young Living thing. You know, I want to grow business. What is the first steps that you take with me or any new distributors um, to get me started and going and so that I can be successful pretty darn quick versus, you know, two years down the line, I haven't sponsored anybody? Well, uh, we're really trying to focus in on Young Living's new system and way of sharing, and that's the SET principles. Uh, so SET is an acronym. It stands for Start Premium, Essential Rewards, and Three for Free. And we're really trying to coach our people on the value of that simple three-step system, making sure that someone's starting with the essential, uh, starting on the premium starter kit, uh, you know, hopefully adding on to get the promos, which is something that I highly suggest to everybody who I'm personally uh, working with or sponsoring, uh, getting them up to at least that 190 PV level so they're getting some free products into their home and uh, experiencing as many of the products as possible, uh, helping them see the value in essential rewards, understanding the program, getting their first essential rewards order set up, and then the three for free, the, uh, the logic behind that statement is if you help that person enroll at least three people with the premium starter kit, that will earn them an equivalent commission to approximately cover their initial premium starter kit investment. And if we take that exact, uh, that set program, set principles, and we duplicate that out, so I enroll you, Jen, I help you get set. So you buy the starter kit, join Essential Rewards, and then I help you host your first event or sign up your first three people or whatever that looks like. And then by helping those three people get started with the premium starter kit, we've already started the next uh, round of sets. So they've already started premium, helping those three people see the value in Essential Rewards and helping them, again, see the value in three for free. We do that three levels deep, uh, you know, get yourself set, get your friends set, and get your team set. You take that three levels deep, that'll be a total of 39 people, and that gets you to executive uh, level, and that's kind of like the fast-track program to crushing through those first uh, few rank advancements. And the other three fundamental steps that we focus on, because we're trying to keep things as simple as possible and not have like a, you know, a 40-step process where someone feels like they need to have a, a small diploma or degree to succeed, is use, recommend, and invite. So I help them understand the value of using their own products. If if this is your business, you should be using the products. If the company offers it, you should use it versus another company's products. Uh, if we were starting a food franchise, you likely would uh, eat that food franchise if you're going to go out to eat at your own restaurant versus uh, other places. Or if you, you know, if you owned Bed Bath and Beyond, you would probably use Bed Bath and Beyond products in your home versus going and paying retail somewhere else. Same thought process goes here. Your bathroom should represent Young Living more than it does, you know, Bath and Body Works. And your your supplement shelf should recommend should look more like a Young Living store than a GNC shelf. And so helping people understand that this is a business. Uh, if you are running a, an, any other type of business, you would be transferring over those products you might currently be using and using a Young Living equivalent. Using the products, recommending them to others. Again, helping them understand that most people do network marketing every single day. We just don't get paid for it because network marketing is nothing more than recommending and promoting a product or service that you like. We recommend hairdressers and, and movies. And you know, right now, everyone's probably listening to this conference call 
people who are listening on an Apple phone are pumping their fists in the air right now, and then those who are listening on Android, they probably think their phones are the best. We recommend these products and endorse them all the time. None of them offer a compensation plan for referrals, helping them understand that as a business, by recommending these products that we're going to use anyway to other people, we can get compensated for doing so, and that that recommendation could and should be very natural. It's not a weird thing. It's something that we do anyway. And so don't be all weird about this uh, new home-based business you've just started. And then the third crucial step, which I believe many people um, in Young Living particularly miss, is inviting people to take a look, not just at our product offering, but inviting them to take a look at our business offering. Those three steps, uh, if you're familiar with the four-year career, as taken exactly out of the book. I'm not sure the exact page, but an exact copy and paste. And so we, we want to encourage our members to invite people to not just take a look at our products, but invite them to take a look at our business model and because we see uh, great value in our own business and the business grows a lot quicker when we have business partners, people who don't just want to use and consume the product, but people who are also interested in sharing and leveraging with others, which is where the set principles come in quite well. So what we do and we encourage our members to do is with that inviting people to take a look, that we're inviting them to a variety of things. We're either inviting them to maybe it's a home event that you're going to host or one of your upline members is going to host, uh, inviting them to a local meeting, maybe Young Living's hosting it, maybe you are, or we're also inviting them to take a look at some form of a tool. So this tool could be, uh, it could be a four-year career book. Uh, my book is, is created with that in mind that it could be an invitation tool that you're using it uh, to invite somebody to simply take a look at the business and then make a decision uh, if they're interested or not. Uh, there's also some DVDs that we use. There's one that Richard Brooke produces called Wake Up Call. It's a five-minute and 43-second DVD. Again, completely generic, short in nature, to the point, and gives people a, a basic overview of what we're offering or a longer invitational tool might be um, Eric Warre's Rise of the Entrepreneur documentary. Again, that's a longer one. It's like 50 minutes. So that's one that we maybe use for more pre-qualified people or as a secondary invitation tool. You know, someone might have watched the Wake Up Call DVD. They want more info or they want more meat to it. Then that DVD might be a great secondary tool that they'll be then more motivated to watch. And by using these tools, it allows us to Again, be the messenger but not the message. It allows us to duplicate our results quicker and it allows us to give uh, maybe a better presentation by using a tool um, than maybe we can actually give ourselves currently because maybe you're so new in the business, you don't even really actually know how the business completely works yourself. So by using a credible third-party tool, we can uh, give the best presentation and the best odds possible of introducing that person to our business. Oh, that is amazing. Thank you for that outline. It was very clear, very succinct, and very obviously well thought out. <laughs> it's, it's great. Is that why, too, you created your book and, and to fill that um, niche for a, um, for a tool that you could be easily accessed and, and replicated and, and, and brought in through the teams and so that per, somebody you sponsor and then the 25th person down on the level, you know, way beyond can also be used using the same tools? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we, before MindBook came around, we were using the four-year career as our dominant uh, intro tool. Another one we also have uh, used, depending on uh, the personality type and such, would be uh, Brian Crothers' Making My First 10 Million. Again, another small little intro book. 
the, the role that I saw uh, my book servicing was targeted particularly to, um, it would be a great one for younger individuals, people who might, again, relate more to my story specifically. And, and also with all the travel I do for Young Living and just uh, in the industry, one of the things I always hear, because normally at these events, we have the Young Living builders, and they come from a variety of backgrounds, but it's not, uh, it's getting more common, but it's not always so common to have the actual young people in the room. And I get a lot of people who would come up to me and say, man, I wish my brother or sister or cousin or daughter or whatnot was here to hear you speak. Uh, when are you going to be here again? Or can you talk to them on the phone? And I only have so many hours in a day, so this is my way of kind of replicating or duplicating myself and allowing more people to, again, share that story and message that I so often speak on. Uh, and again, if, if someone's of an older demographic, they'll still uh, see value in it and understand the principles that are being talked about. But yes, it, it was created as an invitational tool, one that people could either train their current members on and with, or it could be something that could be, you know, I could say, hey, Jen, you know, you're a good friend of mine. I'm just starting this business. And I respect what you have to think about me and, you know, your business savvy. And so if I just gave you this book, uh, would you be open to taking a look at it and give me some feedback on, on what you think of it? And you take a look, flip through. It's a, it's a short book if you haven't actually held it in person yet. And uh, it gives somebody that opportunity to take a look, read through, and then comes back and they either say, yep, I'm interested, uh, maybe I'm interested, I want more information, or no, not really interested in what this guy has to say or what you're offering, but thanks for the invitation. And so it allows us to sort people quicker. It allows them to actually sort themselves into where they view themselves. And so I'm not traveling around having to give presentation after presentation. I can actually let people pre-qualify themselves. And, uh, and I, I send a lot of books in the mail, and so I actually designed this one to weigh uh, just under 100 grams and to fit into uh, an oversized envelope. So in Canada, we, we've got way worse shipping rates than in the U.S. Uh, where everything is based on weight. And so because it weighs less than 100 grams, I can use a, a smaller stamp and it saves me over a dollar per book just on the mailing. So there's been a lot of thought going into this, this tool and uh, it's been you know, well received so far. And the other thing I'll just uh, mention with it is that I did write it generically, so it doesn't say Young Living anywhere in the book, which works in, in, in your favor, I think, because when you're handing it out, it again also comes across as being third party. It's not produced by the company or for our company specifically, so it doesn't read like a commercial for uh, Young Living specifically. So when you give it to somebody, again, they're, they're understanding network marketing as a, as a general business model and how I view it, and uh, aside from that, there's no Young Living mentioned in there. So I think that works in your favor as a business builder. Yeah, it definitely does because third party, it's, it's like that social proofing that Randy Gage talks about. You know, Of course, if it's me talking to somebody or you're talking, you could be talking to a new prospect or a family member and they're looking you, at you as Adam, but they don't realize you know, what goes beyond Adam into the company and, your, and the success. They just see us in the moment and that social proofing of third parties and meetings and all that other stuff is, is really, really you know, a good way to get your business credible in other people's eyes. So why did you call it 25 to Life? That, you know, that it's a little bit different title. And um, I, I mean, I know, but I want you to share with everybody, why, why do you call it that? Because there's an important message with it. Yeah, so it, I, I wrote it when I was 25, and so there's a couple different 
a couple different spins on it, but the natural assumption that when 99.9% .9 of people hear the terminology 25 to life, that is implied to us through our social programming that 25 to life is a terminology for a prison sentence or life in prison. And that is, as, uh, as a country and as a government, what we kind of think is the worst case scenario that we could give a criminal. We put them behind bars for life. Uh, now, most of us have no experience with actual prison. I've never been to prison. But I realized in my early 20s that I was uh, kind of setting myself up to be in a self-imposed prison uh, of shackled by debt, uh, whether it be student loans or mortgage or whatnot, and I was going to not spend 25 of my years behind prison, behind bars, but 40 plus years working away to pay off that debt and to try and service my, my needs. And then hopefully at the age of 65, you know, quote unquote, get out, retire, and then be able to actually live the life that, that I want to live. So 25 to life assumes to be a prison sentence. Most of us are stuck in our own self-imposed prison sentence through the current financial system. And uh, I started my business at 20, you know, 21, 22 years old. And by the age of 25, I had found a way to not only get out of uh, the system, get out of the, the prison I was in, but now I, 25 to life uh, means I've got my entire life in front of me to be able to lead my business, inspire people to change, and to be able to help them make the escape themselves. And uh, I just think it's a real great juxtaposition analogy that uh, kind of stands out, a little catchy, and hopefully uh, people can uh, be inspired by that message and story and uh, make the escape themselves. It's so ingrained in our heads from society where you go to school, you get out of high school, you go to college, you get your degree or degrees, and then you work for the big industry, whatever it is, get a good job, get your, you know, put in your time. You don't live five days a week. You live on the weekends because you're too tired at night to do anything. You're cooking dinner, hurting kids around or whatever's going on. And then maybe you'll get two weeks vacation a year or three, and then you wait till you're 65. It, it's no way to live. Like, really, I mean, how? oh, don't get me started on this, because how many people do we know that get to that retirement age and they're not healthy enough even to live? And And it's so incredibly sad to see where – the whole life is gone, and you, then you're still you know, paying loans off, whether it's loans from school or you've got mortgages, and you know a lot. So many people are struggling because of that um, student loan debt. You know, you figure graduate college, and I know I'm preaching to the choir with all of you listening, but it's just one of my hot buttons where people they go to school, they get their degrees, they come out, then they they get a house, they get their car, and then they're they're up over their elbows in debt. And, and what what does the debt cause? It causes so much stress. And then we know what stress does to the body. It just becomes this vicious cycle, and, and there's no way out until you, quote, retire. And, and it, that's why I think this title is so fitting and so perfect because it really is that. I mean, it kind of it feels almost like a punishment, you know, and, and it's not meant to be that, but it is for so many people. I know for me it was. I mean, I had ulcers driving to work because I thought, I'm like 26 or 27. I don't remember how old I was when I joined Young Living, but I'm, I was 26 or 27. I'm like, I can't make it to 65. I'm going to wind up on the news, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's like I can't do this until I'm that age. There's no possible way. And you feel like you're in a sentence. You're trapped. You're caught. You're, you're bound. You can't get out. And it's, it's very, very true. So uh, so why do you think, uh, how do you say, what, what is important to – 
the millennial age group, you know, versus other, you know, other demographics. You know, so many people have focused so much on baby boomers, baby boomers, you know, like everybody knows what baby boomers are looking for, yada, yada. But what's important to the millennial age group? Because there's, there's some huge shifts going on in every industry because of your age group. And what do you feel is really important to address and to be aware of? I think uh, millennials need to understand that uh, the working world that our parents went through is not the current working world we're in. Technology has changed so many things. And one of the main things, really, that in our current paradigm, job security is a complete thing of the past. You, you don't have job security if you're an employee. It doesn't matter what field you work in. Uh, right now, you know, Alberta, where I live, is uh, very oil and gas dominant. And so due to declining oil prices, there was a lot of people who before had very high-paying jobs, what we would view as a steady job, a good job, uh, maybe highly educated people, they now are finding themselves unemployed and not and having a lot of, again, debt to service because when people earn more, they tend to spend more thinking that it's going to be like that forever. So understand that job security is a complete thing of the past, that the best way to have job security is when you look up in the morning and you see the boss in the mirror. I believe self-employment is going to be a, a very big thing for the future. And we're seeing this trend outside of our own business model. Uh, when we look at businesses like Uber, where it allows anybody who's got a vehicle to now be their own boss and decide when they want to turn their you know, meter on and anyone with a smartphone and a vehicle can now run a, almost like a taxi-like business. You know, Uber is doing billions in sales, but yet Uber as a company doesn't actually own any vehicles. So that's a huge paradigm shift from you know, just five, ten years ago. There's companies like Airbnb that are, again, selling uh, millions of billions of dollars worth of uh, space online, and they don't own any property. So it's, again, shifting the way that hotels and other uh, major establishments are doing business. And right now there's a big shift going on that's leading towards network marketing where people are taking high-quality products. They're pulling them out of retail store offerings. They realize that retail space is a, is a very dying, uh, the dying market segment. There's you know, two malls in the area where I live, and one of the malls, you know, almost half the mall is gone because mm-hmm. people are just you – know, many people will go into a store. They'll try on the things they want to buy. or They'll take a look at things and they'll go home and they'll buy it online. So people are shifting their, their purchases to more online environments overall, and that's where Young Living and network marketing comes in because now, I don't carry any retail, I don't have a storefront, I don't have to carry inventory, I don't have these overhead expenses, I don't have to pay employees, but it allows me as a young entrepreneur to start a business with a low startup cost I've got uh, the ability to earn a high-level income depending on the amount of v- value I bring the company through our sales, and it allows me to distribute products using the Internet, allows people to order products online, use me as a referral, and then it delivers high-quality products right to the person's home so it's convenient for them. And because they don't spend money on traditional advertising, they then save that same marketing advertising dollars, and they reallocate it to me as a Young Living member, as a form of a commission, and not only do they allow me to earn commissions on people uh, that I personally introduced to the company, but you know my entire network, I'm able to earn small percentage overrides, which then again allows me to have leverage built into my business model 
which is uh, exactly what we need to to experience financial freedom. So I just I'd really encourage millennials to just understand the working world changes every single day. What we're told to do is not exactly what we should do. And uh, like you said before, with with student loans and college education, there is a time and a place and a person who is meant to be in college. If you want to be a doctor and that is like what you want to do, you, you better go to university. You're not going to be a doctor otherwise. You've got to invest time, effort, and money for that profession. But right now, as a society, we are, uh, we are shuffling children, kids, into these, this educational system that is a big business in itself. It's not meant to uh, really be for every single person, but we're putting everyone in there like it's supposed to be a cookie-cutter uh, system, and we're shackling people down with high levels of student loan debt and not preparing them for the actual working world when they get out and they find out they might not have a job or a job in their field. Student loan debt in the U.S. is over $1.2 trillion right now. In Canada, it's over $1 billion. It takes the average Canadian 14 years to pay off their student loan debt. And unfortunately, if, while we're talking about debt, it's, uh, you know, people think that if, if you're in a bad debt situation, if it gets bad enough, you can at least declare bankruptcy and kind of get back to, get back to square one. But unfortunately, uh, you can get out of student loan debt even by declaring bankruptcy. They don't allow that, which is a fun fact they don't tell you in student guidance counseling. So, you know, in effect, I got this in my book on page 16, in effect, students with debt have been criminalized and are faced with the same types of penalty as those who are convicted of fraud. So it's, it's pretty crazy when we think that's the only way to uh, advance our careers. And anybody who does anything differently, we kind of look at them as being weird. So in, in my presentations, whether it's to millennials or not, I just talk about the idea of making a commitment to your business with a four-year time frame in mind for a few reasons. Four years is a very, very socially acceptable time frame for us as adults to advance our careers, to get a new career, and to have a better financial outlook. If you graduate, a very, again, socially acceptable thing is to go to college for four plus years. If that didn't work out, and maybe you're not in the best employment setting where you want to be, uh, again, a very popular advice is, well, maybe you should go back to school. How many people do we see that went and got one degree, and then that didn't exactly work out, and so then their uh, logic is to get a second one. And uh, again, everyone's got their own choice and future to make. But I think it's because they don't know that there's a different way out there. And so I encourage people to look at our business with that same four-year career time mindset that we're going to invest our time for four years, but we're going to treat it the same way we would treat getting a degree. Meaning you're committing to maybe, well, maybe you're going to work full-time just like a full-time student works full-time. They are, are putting in maybe six to eight hours per day in the classroom. They're learning new things. They understand they're going to have to learn new things. They might have to put in outside work, maybe work in the library late, which for us might be doing a meeting late or a webinar. Or, you know, right now we're doing a conference call. I'll be working outside of my regular hours. And understanding that you won't probably be good at it right, right away because it's new. It's different. You don't you know, you don't go to college and in two weeks expect to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. They understand that there's a certain time frame of accumulation of knowledge and skills that's going to have to go by. Now, luckily for us, we can learn while we earn, and we don't have to put in four years or seven years just to get paid like a professional. 
But my mindset and the mindset I really try and lay out for uh, my members or people I'm talking with prospects is that they need to be committed to this in that same type of level. And if they are committed with that same level of intensity and effort and they do stick it out for uh, four years, I, I can almost guarantee them that they will find a level of success worthy of the value they provide the company and themselves. They will grow personally throughout that process. I can almost, again, guarantee that they won't come out of that four-year process shackled down by tens of thousands of dollars of quote-unquote student loan debt or you know, network marketing student loan debt or whatever, and that they will have a brighter and better financial future investing that four years than maybe the traditional four-year uh, degree mindset. Can you imagine if if this was the, the the way it was and the paradigm where, you know, like even yourself, say you truly wanted to be a physician or you, you wanted to go on to get degrees in whatever uh, field you wanted to go into, but you have, by age 25, you've created this incredible income and stability to build your whole entire life on for you and your future family, you know, you and your wife, and then whoever comes down the line with you guys. And you could do that if you wouldn't have this obscene debt load, you know, you, you would be set. You know, I, I, it's just, it would be an, an amazing thing to see. And it starts with, it really does, it starts with us educating people and doing like what you're doing and talking to the, the, the younger generation and even older, you know, there, when I was teaching in the school, the average student that was in my classes was late twenties, early thirties. It was, it were people that came out of school. They either got a, their first degree or they worked and then they decided to go back to school. They were in their late twenties, early thirties. That was the average age for my students. And I think to myself, I see them go through school and I knew that they would come out of school with this massive debt and most likely not even be able to pay for it. And it really, it was some, a challenge for me knowing that. And I, I would talk to them and teach them about network marketing in school because I taught the business class. And uh, a lot of them started to get it. And some of them went off into other companies or whatever. But I'm like, you know, the best chance I can, you know, besides giving them skills in the field that they were, you know, in training for, I'm going to teach them about multiple streams of income, you know, and uh, some of them did get it, and, and I guess that it's us who are professionals in the industry, we're going to help that paradigm shift and help people have know that there is another way, not that we're slamming degrees, I mean, that's not what we're doing, we're saying, hey, there, there's another way you can do this, you can get yourself set, and you can still get your degrees, but not be you know, in over your head with debt that's going to paralyze you forever. So it's... Yeah, it's I definitely think they don't need to put all their eggs in that basket. I think we're going to see more and more young adults engage in network marketing as they go to school. So they're kind of like, you know, maybe they, they still think they want to go this way, but they've got their backup plan here or they're working on, you know, their business part-time while they work on their future with their education and... You know, I learned lots of stuff in school. A lot of it was outside of the classroom, <laughs> but uh, it was still, a, you know, a good time and all, uh, and I'm grateful for whatever experiences I've had, but I just think that we're, we're going to see, we're, we, will, we will see a shift in the way people start viewing things, uh, and th it'll just come naturally because, you know, there's, it's going to be hard to deny soon enough. There's, there's a real big shift going on just in network marketing as a uh, perceived business. The event I was just at this past weekend in Vegas there's some pretty big name speakers who are there 
uh, endorsing our profession by being there, uh, one of which was Tony Robbins, who is the number one personal development and probably public speaker in the entire world. I believe it costs like $300 plus thousand dollars just to get him to speak. Uh, he has coached and mentored presidents and Oprah and all these big name people out there. And he gave a three, three four hour keynote for a uh, community of network marketing professionals and is actually committed to come back next year to that same event, as well as uh, Sir Richard Branson, who is probably one of the uh, pivotal entrepreneurs of our day and age, worth over you know four or six billion, owns 400 companies of something with his Virgin Group, like just massive endorsements uh, of big people in our current economic situation who are endorsing what we do. And people are either going to get it or they're going to get left behind. But uh, it's, it's not too long in the future that I think that we're going to see a big shift in how people actually perceive what we do and see the value in it. And I'm more than happy to be the first to the post type thing and capitalize on being one of those uh, grassroots entrepreneurs. Because even though our business model has been around for 70 plus years, there's still a silly amount of people who have never heard of network marketing, are waiting to hear about Young Living for the first time, don't know anything about essential oils, and I'm more than happy to uh, educate and inform them on all the benefits that we offer in Young Living from wellness purpose and a financial abundance. Absolutely. And if, if those of you that are listening, if you've never watched, uh, I think one of the best little documentaries ever done that Richard Brooks did, The MLM Man, where he goes on the streets yeah. and interviews people about network marketing, uh, you can find it on his website. You can also find it on YouTube. And, and you're, you're so correct, Adam, that most, almost all people don't, they don't get it. And and even when people say, oh, it's a, is that a pyramid scheme? I actually think in my head, like, they're so outdated. These people are, like, way back with the eight tracks, you know, even thinking that this is yeah. a pyramid. I'm like, that's just so weird. It's just so gone. Don't even, you know, like, you're so dating yourself by even saying that because I, I, most people don't even have any experience at all with network marketing, and they've got a little idea, and they've decided, and our jobs, and that's important why you know for us to invest into ourselves in our training and our professionalism so that we say things and that we behave certain ways in the way we conduct ourselves in groups and whatever so that we are professional and we're not the creepy you know person that's going to stick somebody in a corner and not let them leave until they enroll we've all been in that situation and that those are people that haven't had the appropriate training and to, to practice your skills and to work with your friends and family and say, hey, can I practice my presentation with you or can you play with me on this little thing I'm trying to iron out? And I'm sure, Adam, you, you, know, you, you do this yourself, listening over and over and over to professionals in the industry that have trainings, audio CDs, DVDs, YouTube videos, whatever it is, listening to the way they talk, listen to the way they phrase things, what's their posturing, and then working on that. And then that comes through. I mean, I could tell you watching you in the last couple of years, it's really obvious, you know, that you do this. And people are like, oh, Adam, you know, he's, he was born that way. You know, so Adam has no. busted his butt to get where he's at. And to be polished, it doesn't just happen, but you've done the work and rehearsing and rehearsing and studying and, and practicing, and, and, and that's true. So. Yeah, I really think uh, your business will only grow as fast as you do. Personal development goes hand in hand with everything that we do. We're not only trying to sell people on our products and our business model, but we're trying to sell them on ourselves. And 
that they can feel confident in trusting us not only with, uh, you know, with, the, with their business and with being mentored by them. And it's just uh, a thing that you have to invest in, I believe. And, and the more and more you invest in it and read certain things, you will, you'll, it'll become a part of you. I've read the four-year career I don't know, at least 30 times, but that's so I can completely understand the content. I can teach the content because I don't think until you can teach something, you actually fully know it. And then it just makes it so much easier in conversation to overcome an objection, to uh, you know, just see people where they're at and help them to see our business in a certain light. Um, so that's what, really why I invest so much in tools, personal development, myself. Uh, and and you know, often probably the biggest objection for uh, an event, I think live events are the backbone of our business. The first one that everyone should be at is our Young Living Convention. And then we take our team every year to a generic network marketing event for business training. But when you look at the cost of, let's say, that event, let's say convention, you know, $200 for a ticket, you got to pay for a flight, some hotels, food. I think it's quite uh, reasonable. And, you know, if you don't eat out and maybe split a hotel room, but for easily under two grand, you can be at the Young Living Convention. Be there. You can even have some product spending points, whatever. Two grand is uh, actually a super small amount of money to invest in your future. If again, the mindset of it is the four-year educational background. If someone were going to get it, like when I went to college for two years, I would spend more than two grand per semester just on textbooks. Yep. yep. Textbooks. These yep. are books that like were outdated. I never opened. The teacher just told me to buy. Sometimes I didn't even go to class, to be honest. And when you actually work, work out what you pay for tuition and then what you work out what each class is costing you, you know, it's, no one will ever complain about paying $5 or $10 at the door of an event when you realize that people are paying like 60 to $100 maybe per college class that they attend if you break that tuition into a, an hourly rate. And it just once you start looking at it through different eyes and not as this small home-based business that, you know, you maybe perceive as like it costs a lot because you've got your monthly auto ship and then you look at these events and the books you should be buying to invest in yourself and your team. That all seems super small when you compare it to running a traditional business. Again, I touch on this in my book. Every traditional business, like the baseline that you're going to start a business for is like 50 grand minimum. You're not going to be an entrepreneur and a business owner for less than 50 grand in pretty much any business. You start looking to higher end franchises, it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands, if not millions. And then you look at an educational background, again, training in most parts for most people who come out of college, uh, they're, they're getting trained to be an employee still. And that's going to cost you, you know, cost me 30 plus thousand dollars per year when you consider tuition, time, lost wages all these things adds up, it makes our young living business and investing in yourself seem that much more affordable. But I believe the first step in perceiving things that way is again, a mindset shift of what's this costing me versus how much is this investment worth to me and my business. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have access to, like, can you imagine what it would cost if we decided to even start a company like Young Living, and we have access to this incredible talent in the executive team. We have the scientists. We have the formulators. We have legal. We have, you know, an accounting department, and we don't have to pay the bills. Like, they just 
send us the check. We do the parties. <laughs> you know, like we get paid to party. You know, we get paid to talk to people and have fun and go for coffee and take trips and go to trainings and, and we do all this. And the more effective we are, the more we get paid. And and like it's it doesn't feel like work most of the time, but. It, uh, it it would be something just beyond fathomable if we tried to do what Gary did, really. You know, here's this guy that's smuggling over lavender seeds from France a long time ago. You know, like it started from that. And, and we're just blessed. We can just enroll for a kit for less than a couple hundred dollars, and we can get rolling in a business that could turn into a million-dollar business. And that's a huge gift. It's huge. So, oh, we could get going on that roll and mm-hmm. go on for hours. <laughs> well, we're coming to the top of the hour, and I just want to, people to know exactly where they can go to get your book. I mentioned the website earlier. It's uh, 25, is in the number 25, to, T-O, lifebook.com. And you have some packages, don't you, where people could, you know, they could get one book, but then they could get books if they wanted to start using them as their tool, Correct. Yeah, I've got it uh, priced out. You can get one, ten, uh, fifty, a hundred, or five hundred packs. Again, bringing the, the discount down uh, as the, as the uh, quantity goes up to allow people to again make it the most affordable way to invest in their business. And, and the way I start looking at things, I believe um, I believe it gets down to about three dollars a book at the highest discount level, and that's three dollars Canadian. Uh, again, I'm from Canada, a eh? so uh, that's the way I have to do things. So for the Americans on the call, your currency is super strong, it's kicking our butt right now. So pretty much whatever price you see, you can like knock off 30 to 35% approximately. You can use a currency converter to find the exact amount. But that's what it'll actually come through on your credit card statement. So it makes it quite affordable. And again, my mindset, which you're probably catching, I, I think of things differently. But if this book, let's say by the time it actually lands to me, it cost me $5. Let's pick a, a big number, it cost me $5. Um, if I give that to 10 people who I've qualified, meaning that they actually are genuinely interested in, in taking a look at what I have to offer, out of those 10 people, how many of them might enroll? Well, I think if, if there are 10 qualified people with uh, that tool on our product, I don't think there's a hope on this planet that you're not going to enroll at least one of those people, and I think that's a low estimation. If you enroll one person for every 10 people with that, uh, then that covers your cost because with that initial premium starter kit, you'll get at least $50 uh, US for that enrollment. Plus, they're hopefully coming on as a builder because this is a business-based tool. So you're not just getting uh, hopefully just a, a product user who might order once here and there. You're getting a builder, and I can tell you that a builder is worth uh, a lot to your business. Uh, again, you take that number if that book costs $10 each. You're just buying one. Again, you put it in somebody's hands if one of every five people I, I find it very easy to invest in tools myself. That's why you know, I've personally gone through uh, well over five to 6,000 four-year career books. I've got 1,000 GoPros in my garage that I use as training tools. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of purchasing tools and putting them in people's hands because it's a cheap way to educate and empower them. It's a great recruiting tool that's very easy to get my return on my investment back, and it, it makes my business a lot easier. So I'm, I'm a big tool guy. And I'm glad that this tool has been so well received. We sold out our first entire print run in like the first eight days of launching. So I kind of went into radio silence because I had to print a whole bunch more, but we've got plenty <laughs> of stock. So I'm, uh, everyone here will have their books shipped out. You know, we ship them out on a daily basis. 
So yeah, you can check out 25thelifebook.com. I actually bought both domains. So if you spell out 25 instead of 25, and I also, I, whenever I sign a book, or you know, I've been, kind of been using the term make the escape. So you can also go to maketheescape.com and that will forward to the site. So lots of different ways you can find it. You can find me on Facebook, uh, on all social media platforms under Adam Green. And uh, yeah, just look forward to connecting with people afterwards and hearing how you like the book. Well, thank you so much. This was an amazing call. This is a great call for people that are getting started or people that are going and their teams are starting to move and shake and how to, to get people going that are coming in because we often don't remember. Where, you know, being at the beginning is often the most overwhelming time, and uh, this has been very good, very clear and concise on getting people jamming, tools to use. And, and tools, you know, I'm so glad you emphasized tools because tools – why recreate the wheel? Tools take away that I got to write my own book. I've got to, you know, recreate all these PowerPoints or I got to do this here. You know, you qualify somebody and I want to make sure people caught you when you said this. You qualify somebody before you give out a book, which means you're not just handing out books willy-nilly. You are qualifying that person and ensuring it's somebody you want to work with, that they've got the little sparkle in their eye, that they've got these goals, dream, you know, there's there's a lot that goes with that that you're you're taking the time to ensure that that book is an investment, not just handing them out and, and giving away the farm with those. So it's very important that you that you did say that. Okay, well, let's uh, wind up the call here and honor everybody's time. I'm going to go ahead and open the line and let everybody say goodnight to you. So hang on a second, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. 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 Thank you, Adam.